What's up guys, it's Will with American Arduro. I'm here with Blake Terry. We are cruising in my Sprinter van, pulling the Nobo behind us. We are headed back from Brushy Mountain Motorsports Park in Taylorsville, South North Carolina. Today um, and yesterday, the Battle of the Goats 2020 edition, the fourth round of the Eastern Extreme Championship by Sherco AMA's series um, went off this weekend. What'd you think, Blake? Dude, that was a legit hard enduro. Stacked field, awesome conditions, and uh, we got some epic coverage. So, we'll start off on Saturday. Hey, hey, hang on. Just a second. Okay. Just a second. All right, that's better. It, you know, if you're, if you're keeping score at home, that's one. <laughs> but anyways, we... Um, Saturday morning started off with the BC and women hitting a an approximate five mile course for uh, three laps on the five mile course for the prologue, which turned out to be pretty daggum slippery. I mean, it was I guess they got some rain maybe on Friday, so you know it it, it was definitely not dry for the for the first race. Um, did you take any of that in, Blake? Yeah, I got out. Um, we got there, I mean, what, 45 minutes before it started. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we uh, got out, found some people. I actually got to chicken fight right as um, I think the majority of the pack was kind of bottled, bottled up there. And I got to watch um, Rachel in the upper section above chicken fight, which I'm, is she the only girl that entered? Yeah. She, yeah, she dominated so, the women's yeah, class. Yeah, again, Rachel Gude is just out there destroying stuff. Uh, it was sick. She apparently cleaned the first part of the hill oh with God. with people on it, and then I saw her in the upper section. She struggled. Yeah, she was struggled there. I think she went over uh, off the bike down the hill, had the bike on her for a second. They got it off of her, and she just got right back on and uh, didn't see her again because by the time. We got back to the pits. She was already loaded up and headed to the National Enduro. Um, <laughs> she so, put in her lap the win. She's gone. Yeah, and she, and she sealed up the championship uh, with that one lap. So, nice. um, yeah, then I just kind of dinked around the rest of the property uh, on the, the, I guess, the easy side of the property, as Tyler says. And, uh, yeah, just kind of got my bearings and, and found some cool spots and found some riders out there and uh, got a couple clips. So... Okay, so I know that Gavin Smith, he won the morning race um, riding B-Class. He's one of very, you know, a handful of guys that actually made three laps. So then we moved to the 1 o'clock race, which was pros and A's. And uh, started in rows of five. Um, you know, the big boys up front, guys like Cody Webb, Tristan Hart, Quinn Wenzel, Nick Farringer, um, Keith Curtis. Keith Curtis was he was I think he was on row three or four. Herrera. Yeah, Benjamin Herrera. Como. Ron Como the third. Um, Ryder LeBlanc. I mean, he's one of the guys now. Uh, Logan. Logan Balupe. Balupe. We're still we're still working on that man. We'll get it right one day. Someday. Drew Kirby. Yeah. Uh, Will Will Preston was in there too. Oh yeah, uh, I think I was on. Me and Drew were on row five, I think, along with you know some of the Zach Attack. Yeah. Zach Attack was Adam there. Hartnigle. Zach Cleland, Adam Hartnigle was there. Uh, Nick Dudokovich. Yeah. Uh, Nick is he is freaking. I mean, I just see him getting better each week. I know we talk about this all the time, but I'm just impressed with his riding. Um, Russell Loudermilk, uh, Gary Shelter. I know we're forgetting some of the really good guys. Uh, Edmondson. Yeah, Stephen uh, Edmondson, Chance Baker. Yeah. They, they kind of go together like Drew and Will. Yeah. Uh, um, so anyways, the you know, we started out on the Enduro Cross Track. Um, the, the, the first, like, kind of major little obstacle was this crazy off-camber ditch that I actually crashed in last year went over the handlebars and I was like screw that I'm going around this thing so they actually had a line down down and around it I saw people having trouble there so it made me laugh um, and really the, the highlight of 
that first race was the chicken fight hole, which it was this really rutted out, rocky, rooty, just 45 degree angled hill that the further you get up it, the bigger the rocks get. And then once you get up to this little Jeep road, you turn left and then you turn right and you go super off camber across a bunch of slick rocks and try to climb your way out. So that was kind of like the big obstacle of the of the first, or yeah, the, of the morning and afternoon races on Saturday, which we're calling the prologue. I'm not really sure what Tyler was calling it, maybe the qualifier, but it ended up, Tristan Hart ended up beating Cody Webb and um, I think Benjamin Herrera was he third in the qualifier. Yeah. So, you know, no surprises there other than Cody. I mean, that's the first, like, heat of the year that he had dominated. So that was a little surprising. Yeah, I, I know that he went over the bars in the Enduro Cross right <laughs> yeah, after the start. Yeah. I think he already posted that on his Instagram, which is uh, you know, very unlike uh, Mr. Webb. Uh, and, and then from there, I think once they got to Chicken Bite Hole, he was right with Tristan again. Um, Tristan cleaned it. But yeah, Tristan cleaned it, and you know it was it was a uh, a course that required the top guys. If you didn't clean it, uh, you were pushing, and you only had one chance to really clean it because everybody was right there with you. And the only guys that broke away were the guys that cleaned it, and everybody else was still together if you didn't. Okay, so how big was the tire double in the enduro cross track? Huge. Uh, Forty feet. I, you know, for us for us enduro guys, it was. You know, unbelievably huge. I, I would say, yeah, 40, 50 feet is probably so, tire to tire. The first set of tires was, let's say, six feet tall, and the second set of tires was eight feet tall, maybe? Is that? Yeah, roughly. Maybe I a mean, little bit maybe, of exaggeration? Yeah, I, I think maybe four to five feet on the first set. At least, at least six, seven feet on the second set. So, of course, at each and every lap of the of that race, Ryan Sipes doubles it. forgot to mention that Ryan Sipes was there. Oh, yeah, Ryan Sipes was there. Ryan Sipes doubled the crazy, gnarly tire gap in the Enduro Cross Track, which, I mean, that, that that's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't spend much time at the Enduro Cross Track because, you know, that's kind of like an infield uh, spectator thing, right? And I didn't think that I was going to be missing too much out of that. And then somebody showed me in the pits after that race this picture of Ryan Sipes just, just straight in the middle of the air. Which like we've never seen. Yeah, we've never seen that in a hard enduro, so that was sick. And so I knew that uh, on Sunday I had to hang out at the enduro cross track at least until uh, he came through on you know one lap, which did, I'm did glad. He hit it? Which I'm glad he did. Yes. Uh, he did. Uh, you know, I was I waited and I waited, and uh, you know it paid off. We got a big clip of Ryan sending tire to tire. I also heard a rumor that Max did it once what? on Saturday. So. Uh, Max Gerson's a savage too, and, and with uh, with these um, endurocross guys, that when they feel comfortable and traction's good, you know that's always an option. You never know if you're not down there and watching, you you might miss somebody double those those kind of features. <laughs> Which uh, a bunch of guys were doubling the middle section on your way back to scoring uh, after the tires. That there was like a log pile. And I saw a bunch of go those guys right before you got to the last rock pile. I, I doubled the ones that were right right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, I guess you kind of went through the angle ones, and then there was like a little section. Yeah. I saw a bunch of dudes double that today, but... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They had their rock up to the tire, and I was scared to hit that tire because I didn't know where it would sit. Yeah. I thought yeah, no, check me off the track. I saw Ryan hit that line, but I saw a bunch of other dudes uh, just straight up hit the log and double all the way across. Yeah, that would certainly save you a couple seconds. Yeah, you know, if you didn't get stuck on any other hill. But, you know, that was what I was joking with a couple other people on, on Saturday. That's where Ryan made up all of his time in those two doubles. <laughs> well, he, he did get 10th overall on Saturday yeah. in the prologue. And, you know, that's amongst some serious heavy hitters in hard enduro. So, right. good on him for that. I mean, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have on a phone, if I can find it here, um, the top ten from Saturday. Yeah, pull that up. I'm going to do it. Sweet. Fill some dead air. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I just want to give a shout out to Tyler Mull and his crew because they, um, and, and if I don't say this now, I'll forget. Um, they did such a good job with, you know, having water for everybody. And it was, this was a six hour main event today. And I was out there till the bloody end. And those guys were, they were out there in, you know, just waiting around for six freaking hours for us idiots that try to finish. Um, you know, they were out there to help me. Um, when literally they're, they probably waited around for 20, 30 minutes with no one coming through. Yeah. And then when I get there, bam, they're there, man. Like making sure I'm not killing myself. So huge props to those guys. There was one dude wearing a, a goat shirt. He had a big old gut and Oh my God! He grabbed hold of my motorcycle one time, and it felt like the Incredible Hulk had grabbed it. It was awesome. Yeah. I, so thank I heard you, Goat Man. Talking about that guy. <laughs> yeah, I I spoke with him a couple of times. I know that I read his name on his number plate. It's escaping me right now. But that dude, he was I he owe was him a beer. yeah he was so pumped and took care of everybody. Is that Kirby in front of us? Yeah, it sure looks like it. Yeah, I think that's Kirby right ahead of us. We've done run him down. Um, all right, so Saturday, your top ten, we had Tristan. Um, then we had uh, Benji Herrera. Benjamin Herrera was uh, second. Cody was third on wow. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, then we had Max Gersten um, took fourth place. Fifth place, Ryder LeBlanc. Uh, sixth place, Nick Ferringer. Seventh place, Keith Curtis. Then we had uh, the Husqvarna fill-in for Colton Haker. Noah Keppel. He's killing it. Yeah, I mean, just comes from, you know, out of nowhere. Hey, yeah, right off the couch. He answered Husky's call, and he is just destroying these things. Uh, So, yeah, it's sick to see. Josh must really have his bike right Yeah, Josh must have his bike (laughs) dialed. Um, So, yeah, Noah was right up there. And then uh, in ninth, we had Ryan Sipes. And then uh, Logan Balupe. We'll go with that. Balupe. Yeah. All right, Logan, uh, Sorry, Logan, and then Ron Como. Then we ha- who's Will Wright, Ryord? Right, We don't have a full full last name on this photo here, so I'm just gonna be guessing. I think it's Ryorden. Uh, and so that was 11th play, 12th place, um, and then you know a bunch of regular names that we were we're used to seeing. Um, Quinn Wenzel with the with the bad hip and and back after his accident in Ohio's uh, right up there in the top 15 guys so he he ended up 13th it's on a the day low for Quinn, but yeah it is a it is a lower pace and I could tell that he was riding on reserve yeah uh, and you know I think he's just he's playing the smart game for the for the uh, series and just trying to you know get out there and get some points and um, so that was his mode on on Saturday is kind of what he was telling me um, Chuck Delula right after Quinn Delulo Chuckles you know just absolutely Gramps is Grant you know can't keep that guy off of a off of a hard enduro track he just wants to be out there and he wants to be doing it so he was out there to a better hit today yeah um and then you had yeah Adam Hartengold Jason Gillen Drew Kirby Jeremiah Burkhart Burkhart okay because I only have the B it just says Jeremiah B. Okay. Um, Jordan Out, Stephen Edmondson. Yeah, it, it's not everybody's full names here. So Troy D. Simone after C- Stephen Edmondson, Colton Weaver, Zach Attack, Zachary, Zachary Cleland. Uh, so yeah, Cooper Abbott. Zach uh, didn't have as good a Saturday as he had a Sunday. That's well, I for think, sure. I think that's kind of his style. I, I can imagine that. You know. The rougher he gets, the better he does. Yeah. Uh, and maybe just trying to figure out what he was doing. I heard him talking to Max in the afternoon, and they were just talking about how different it is over here. And you're just, you know, trying to figure he, out. Do, he just flew in from Arizona, right? Or did he, they drive? No, I saw the uh, D8 van, so yeah. I'm pretty sure he drove over. Was Destry and, here? I did not see Destry. Okay. That would have been cool to see him. So, yeah, a, hand, a handful of other guys in there. Um, yeah, Nick. Nick Dudukovic, uh, Gary Shelter, Russell Loudermill, Brian Mako, Will Presson, <laughs> Chance Baker, and, uh, you know, it just goes on from there. That's about 30 of the top Saturday guys. So, 
that kind of set your order for Sunday, right? So they, they rearranged you guys on the starting line based on your Saturday result? Yes, they shuffled it to rows of five. So obviously the first row was stacked. Second row, pretty dang stacked. I mean, even, you know, my row, I think it was on the sixth row, and, and all those dudes can ride. There's no question. So super fun, like, kind of being with the guys at your skill level. You know, if, if I'm on the same row as one of those top guys, I'm not hanging. It's just not happening. But when I'm when I'm with guys that are my skill level, you can kind of push each other. And, you know, it's just, just fun just shooting the, you know what, with your buddies the whole race, you know. You get to a tough spot, and it's like, dude, you're killing it. Let's, you know, let's keep pushing. So that's what's great about Art Enduro. Yeah, I, and I, I definitely saw a lot of like really good sportsmanship this weekend, and and a lot of people just, you know, help, helping if they needed to. Because I, I feel like this was one of those races that um, Do we they know? had they had workers there to help you guys like clear some sections, but there were definitely probably a, a handful of other sections that you were going to either have to push yourself out of there or you're going to have to make a buddy and uh and be stoked to be out there with your buddies to uh get out right yeah so there was a section called delula's bypass yeah above chicken fight right above, up above chicken fight and i w- i was killing it i had this sweet run going up this hill and there's this like little rock slab and somehow my throttle left my glove and i whiskey throttled it harder than I think I've ever whiskey throttled it and my bike shot to the left in the air did this pirouette through the air and landed on its side probably I'm going to say 20 feet down the hill and just this huge loud crack is all you could hear when it hit the gun crack so I was like holy crap and and Russell Loudermilk was I was trying to put a pass on him he was in another line so I'm like oh my god my bike is destroyed so I got down there to it it was, of course, handlebars downhill. Yeah. It's just what, the worst possible scenario. So Russell was like, hey, man, let me let me get to a tree. I'll come down there and help you. I know you're in a bad spot. So sure enough, luckily, Russell's like six foot eight. And a strong, older dude. I mean, Russell's just the greatest. So he just comes down there and he basically picks my bike up like it's a bicycle. And, you know, I'm pretty smoked trying to get this thing maneuvered around. Finally get it turned around. I'm like, he, he told me that both me and Drew owe him, like, a case of Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, I was just thinking that as you start <laughs> to tell this story, I'm thinking, wow. So you and Drew, if, if Drew didn't bring the Diet Mountain Dew for Russell at this race, which I've he told in the, pod, in the podcast on the way back from Ohio when uh, Drew was upside down <laughs> in that uh, rock pile, and Russell saved him there. Uh, yeah, we you guys owe him a T-shirt and a case of dew. Whatever and, he uh, wants. Yeah, honestly, you know, yeah, Russell is 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 the guy for you guys to get get out of the the jam, right? So this this little loop out I had, my side clip panel came off, and the first thing I see is a fractured subframe on the Husky. And I'm just like, oh my god, this might be the end of my race. So I cannot get the side panel to stay on to save my life. So I donated the side panel. So Tyler, whatever you're doing. I saw it today. Did you see it? Yeah, I actually <laughs> saw that on the oh, on me. a road, and I was th- I was like, man, I probably should grab that. That looks like it's somebody's. That's so <laughs> that was funny. Fun. Yeah. So okay, so eventually we were in the AHE waterfall, and Russell was right in front of me. This is it felt like an hour, maybe an hour and a half later. Russell got hung up and he could not move. He was stuck. And I was like, sweet, now's my chance to help him. So I laid my bike down, went up there and I helped pull his bike up over a gnarly spot. So that, you know, that that's kind of, Blake was talking about the sportsmanship that goes on in hard enduro. Because, you know, when you're out there and you're racing, even though you're racing these guys, man, you want them to succeed. And if you don't have a little help, sometimes you're not going to succeed. So that is just these guys are so cool i mean i feel like when i'm racing i've got a hundred of my best friends out there it's just so great yeah that that's what's super neat about it like after the race we were waiting on podium results we're all kind of loaded up hanging out and you know all the pro guys are just chilling in the back of max's van 
waiting on Tyler to come over and they're just recapping and talking about, you know, different lines and different places that were tough and, and it's really cool to see like you don't really see like those brand name top riders hanging out all together after a, a any other type of racing. Yeah, yeah. They're they're back in their um rigs and they're doing whatever they do but uh yeah it was it was super neat to see that let's all day talk about so A-class. yeah let's go back to you know the saturday the sa- a-class, saturday a-class danny, race danny lewis danny lewis won saturday a-class right yeah and i think jackson davis was right there yeah travis wilson yeah trav rodrigo lopez yeah right there yeah so those you know the, the a-class guys are pushing the pro guys i mean they're finishing in the top 15 overall on these prologues and even in the main events like it at uh, mad moose so those guys they the way they stacked the field for sunday they did all the pros together they did all the a's together all the b's which all the b's i think it just being a couple guys i don't think any c's rode on sunday no women so really I, I think off the start I think Tristan jumped out pretty early didn't he I heard I and I, I might not be right I've got the footage on the laptop here but I haven't pulled it up and looked at it I mean we just jumped right in the van and headed home but I heard that Cody and Tristan were pretty close or battling for the first lap all the way back to scoring and maybe exchange lead a couple times uh, up into that point. So, yeah, I think that they were both out. You know, they kind of checked out. Um, but I don't really know if, if Tristan had a big lead. So I didn't get a chance to get ahead of them at all. And, I mean, I had Tyler taking me around. We thought that we would catch them in places. And uh, I think that their first lap, they were to the Wenzel Waterfall. They did that in 54 four minutes and then I think they their first lap was like hour 22 or something you know it was just right over an hour um and then for reference my my first lap took four hours yeah yeah and and you're in the pro class so that's how different the first pro guys are and first tier of bros there's no question yeah so that that was just like you know so crazy that even the you know promoter tyler and i trying to trying our best to take jeep roads and outpace these guys uh and also get some other clips too you know i probably i probably could have got out ahead of them but i really wanted to see ryan sipes double those tires right yeah, I'm glad so, you did. Well, because and i'm glad i did too because that was the only lap he did it today um <laughs> so you know that was that was definitely worth the uh the the weight there we got i got to see a bunch of other guys come through the uh the enduro cross as well so you know a, a good section of the pro field i i hung out until after they had already gotten through chicken fight and delulo's bypass and then back down to the enduro cross um to be scored to go to the other side of the property so um when we got out the other side of the property we did get a chance to um find I believe I found Cody. I ne- I didn't see Tristan until after he was gone. lap two. He was he was gone at that point. Um, once they got through scoring and and on that second lap, um, actually no, I I did catch them at both at shoots and ladders. Six section. Yeah, super cool. Um, I got in there right. I guess you had just left probably because you you were pretty close with uh, Zach and a bunch of those other dudes in that in that. Uh, first lap, you know, they they probably were. They, you might have been ahead of them, but they yeah. there wasn't like a. It wasn't like thirty minutes. It was you know a hand, you know maybe twenty fifteen minutes between you guys before Tristan and Cody came through there on their second lap, right? So like, uh, that, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we got a chance to catch them there, and then I ran back over to catch them at uh, Wenzel's again because that from is like an eighth of a mile on the property if you can go up and over on the hill um so for the spectators they got a chance to to get shoots and ladders and they got yeah and and just a short hike over the top of the hill and they were over at uh wenzel's waterfall when we got back over to wenzel's waterfall i think there was only like seven guys who had made it to that point before we had leaders coming back around 
uh, which is they had lapped up to seventh place, uh, at least up to tenth or so before, by yeah. the time they got there. Um, oh my God. Which Logan was just now getting out of that section uh, as I got back to that section. So apparently, yeah, apparently, and I have I have a video of it. Have you seen that yet? No. It's crazy. Sorry he got. The road noise. Yeah, it's, we're in some construction, but he got... I'm going to let Will watch this as I kind of describe it for you guys. He uh, got good portion of the way up it on the waterfall side, so he did not take the bypass. Um, Logan maybe got a little bit of wheel spin up there, and he went down pretty hard up top, and I guess he told me that that's when he hit his head and his elbow when he went down up on the top of that um, waterfall and he slid all the way back down um, like a water slide which oh, is why they call it Wentz's oh, water slide that was gnarly yeah dude he was he picked up so much speed coming down that thing oh yeah it was scary and then that bottom pool is just full of rocks like it's not something you want to be like no. on your butt sliding down friendly. yeah it's not a water slide that you pay money to go stayed up top that's even worse yeah well Honestly, it was probably pretty lucky that his bike didn't chase him down the hill. Right. And and then I was talking to him in the pits afterwards, and um, that's you know, going to be he, a great Insta video, right? Yeah. Now. He, um, you know, he he was telling me he probably has like a two and a half getting a leg cramp there, oh bud. Oh my god, my leg. Oh, <gasps> uh, we don't have any pickle juice handy. <laughs> You're just gonna have to tough that one out. Right. At least it's the left leg, not the right leg, right. so we're, we're not flooring it. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> He, he got a gash on his elbow from that that was several inches. Yeah. So they found That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they found a t-shirt and some duct tape. He yeah. taped it. Heck yeah. Headed to the bypass, climbed the hill, finished that lap, got somebody to clean it. I guess his dad cleaned it in the at scoring. And then he went back out after a couple butterflies and uh, I think he got pretty much Where did next to. I, I don't. I didn't see any of those finished printed results before we left. Um, and I think Tyler was still working on that up to tenth. Um, but he he wouldn't have been far off of Chuck for sure. And I know Chuck Chuck, Chuck ended up at ten. Chuck got tenth. Um, we think Jason Gillen got eleventh, and we think Stephen Evanson got twelfth. Yeah. The, J, uh, those were the last two guys that I saw come through yeah, Enduro Cross after thirteenth. I got fourteenth. Yeah. So he might have been. Yeah, he. 9th? He was up there for sure, and I don't I don't know where they pulled him off, but I, or maybe he elected to pull off, um, I, which I think might have been the case. He said his arm was hurting him pretty good, yeah, and dude, and um, staff and stuff stays. Away yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I've seen where other people... Elbows do some weird stuff after yeah, injuries. Yeah. They'll, like, swell and get crazy. Yeah. Um, so, Our you know... Bo. Yeah, Bowman. Uh, yeah. You it's, know. He, 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 it took him, like, six months to get over that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's no joke. It's probably better to just not get sweaty and let that sweat and dirt and, and all that kind of stuff get in that, uh, in that injury for too long. But... Um, yeah, so I got there right after he climbed out of there, and then I think it was uh, Max and Noah and a handful of other guys I got to see come through that section as well, um, which actually they might have come through before I got back there, but that, that waterfall was insane. Ron Como went up, and about uh, halfway bailed on the whole thing kept his footing, kept yeah. kept the bike upright, Damn. turned the bike around, rode down the waterfall, went back, pivot turned, and then nailed it the second time. I was like so That's impressed. Right. Oh my gosh. It was I it was so slick. I don't know how he stopped and turned around up there, but um yeah, uh apparently that was uh the, the big showstopper for the course for sure. Yeah. It looked there were people packed in there and and uh, I think it was a great there spectator was point. Though, they? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean like for being in the middle of nowhere, uh, it, there really wasn't a lot of um, wasn't a lot of you know close 
knit people, but I mean, it, you know, the property itself required people to be pretty far away from each other because it was a straight up cliff face. Um, so, you know, people were pretty far away from each other. So, so when I got to the water slide, there is a go around and you know, you hear the, the term go around, you're thinking, okay, cool. Yeah. It was That's, not it's like, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's a little longer, you know, you just ride this nice little trail and you pop back up at the top of the waterfall. No. The go-around was one of the pro lines last year, and it was freaking gnarly. Well, Tyler told you guys that Apparently there, I didn't listen. there are not good lines. There's there's better lines, there's better. but there's no good lines there. Right. Well, th- <laughs> this was not a... I wouldn't even think this is a better line. So, when I got almost, like, adjacent... Excuse me, adjacent to the waterfall, Nick Dodovokovic, he was coming up the waterfall, dude, and he aced it. It looked so easy. Literally, where I'd spent five minutes of just blowing myself up, struggling up these rock ledges and all these pivot turns and pivot turn, pivot turn, pivot turn, he just, like, I'm telling you, it took him three seconds, and he was at the top of the waterfall and gone. And I was like, oh my god, why did I do that? It would have been so much better. Yeah, I... I don't know, dude. I stood there and, and watched a few people. And I guess if you really got all your drive at the bottom in that pond and then just lugged and you had a good good tire setup going, I, I don't think it was that scary. But I, I think the second you started spinning, uh, then that's when the reality of that feature would have really set in for you. And, yeah. And any anybody that was there to watch Logan slide down that with the the rock sides, how, I mean, how fast was he moving on his butt when he hit the water at the bottom? You know, again, I I only hour? saw the videos just like everybody else. So oh I mean, God. he was flying down that thing for yeah. sure. Okay, so Tristan and Cody obviously had a battle. The first lap, second lap, I think Tristan gapped him a bit. I think Cody had some trouble on some hills that Tristan didn't. When Tristan went by me, it was a long time before Cody went by me. So, I mean, just my mind is a bit blown with how well Tristan Hart is riding right now. I I got a chance to watch, like, I don't know. Did you go back and watch Cody's uh, GoPro footage that he uploaded to YouTube from the past couple races? No. No. Sorry. Well, if, if you did and you haven't, go back and watch those. Um... Yeah, I got a chance to watch it because I was editing through some of that stuff from the uh, Ohio race. Um, and Tristan's really good. Like, he's, he's legit. I don't, I don't know why anybody would. If you've watched Tristan ride, yeah, you should. You won't be surprised that hey, there's Kirby, there's Kirby. Uh, if you've watched Tristan ride, you can't point. be <laughs> yeah one point. Um, <laughs> you you can't be you know too too shocked that he's he's hanging with cody uh he's a really talented rider he's got um good equipment great equipment he's he's well maybe the best tire i don't know i don't know that tire feels super good you know i gave it the old uh the old twisty test a little nipple twisty yeah i would run one i i got (laughs) i got that one from uh wade last year yeah i got to run it like one ride before it was completely completely you gone. Put that thing in a cellophane wrapper. Oh shit. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with everything, <laughs> with the seat too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Tristan's on it, man. He's he's really on one. Um, and so is Herrera. So is Con- like. There's well, so many dudes now that are so good that it's just it's anybody's game. It's it's all about. Who makes the least amount of mistakes? Who has to deal with the 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 worst situation of the lapper? You know, at which point you caught somebody that might have just been hung up just in the wrong spot? You know, um, there's there's a lot of factors out there that that it makes it anybody's game, which is great for the spectators. It's great for you know the it's fans of the racing. The sport. It's great for dynasty. the sport too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we love Cody. I mean, he he is all American, obviously. Tristan's not from America, he's Canadian, but we'll accept it. He's North American, right? Yeah. I mean, they're just... Uh, Is this North American, Hordadura? We're going to give Tristan a pass because he's all smiles, 
all positivity. Yeah, dude. All he's friendly. He's just he's just this young dude who is just absolutely stoked on enduro as hard enduros as much as we are. So anybody with that attitude that wants to go out and battle and wants to, you know, just constantly improve, you can't help but like. So Okay, so in third place, which this may really surprise some people, it may not. Keith Curtis from Montana. The dude, you know, he's a pro snowmobile rider, and he rides dirt bikes now and then. I mean, what in the world? I I told Keith, because he pitted with us, I mean, I I can't imagine how good he would be if he dedicated his entirety to just this and, and went to a bunch of these races and really put a workout. I, I really think he would be a contender and a a guy that making the other guys push, you know, to, to elevate the, the level of the, the pro class. It's hard to imagine that those guys can get better, but if Tristan and Cody and Keith had to battle some, they would all get better, and that would be unbelievably cool to watch. And Keith is coming to TKO in two weeks, so it's going to be extremely interesting to see if he can keep this momentum. He has won Sticks and Stones two times. Um, he has finished Red Bull Romaniacs Gold Class. He's finished, I think he's finished Erzberg. I know he's raced it twice. I don't know if he's finished it for sure. Yeah. So the, the dude knows what's up with Hard Enduro. Um, obviously, the snowmobiling must be like a secret weapon. I mean, you just develop some kind of crazy superhuman strength if you do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like the Delula secret. It's just these these guys that have been on bigger equipment and then they get on a, a dirt bike and it feels like us getting on a trials bike and it's just like, wow, I can put this thing anywhere I want to. Did you hear how much smack Keith was talking with Chuck? They were going back and forth because Chuck is a former GNCC champion on a four-wheeler. Keith is, you know, one of the world's or the nation's top snowmobile riders. So they were giving each other a hard time. And I, I thought I had a pretty good line. I was like, isn't a snowmobile just a four-wheeler on snow? <laughs> and they didn't even know where to go with that. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, watching him ride, uh, it's not surprising now. I mean, again, it's it's just like... You, you get to see you get to see these guys out there in action. You get to see them start to figure it out, especially on day two. Uh, he put a lot of stuff together. He said this morning um, that he really wanted to push to a certain level uh, to get ahead of a handful of the guys that he was behind on Saturday, so that he could kind of free himself up to ride how he wanted to. And he obviously did that, and it, it really gave him an advantage. I know for sure he. He was in a gap between, you know, Cody and Tristan and, and the rest of the field. And uh, so I, I think now is a good time to cut to the Keith Curtis interview. Yeah. So let's do that. What's up, guys? We're here with Keith Curtis, bronze, third place overall today at Battle of the Goats. What would you think? Oh, man, I'm so pumped to have a, a third-place finish today. It's so cool to be on the podium. Um, you know, I kind of went into this race last minute, and uh, I'm just stoked that the American Hard Enduro crew took me in last second. And today, the race itself went amazing. Um, it was uh, it went smooth. Like, it went good. I, I broke a shifter towards the end of the race, and my bike tumbled off a rock once you are human and i did tip over a couple times but overall like today went really good um i tried to catch cody and tristan but they checked out early and uh overall i mean i couldn't be more happy right now i'm pumped so did you start on the first row uh no i started on the second row yeah so what was that like trying you know they're out of sight i mean yeah it's kind of wild yeah so when you're on the second row when when you start on the second row i mean it and you're trying to catch the top guys, top guys the yeah it's it's tough like unless something happens to them or i don't know maybe i need to make up time in some other areas I'm, i know where i can make some time and make some space but um but yeah starting on the second row i mean i wanted to try to get behind those guys right away but i never did catch up to them and i, I just picked one guy off at a time and ended up third so it went good 
So you're from Montana, Western Montana. Is that accurate? Southwestern Montana. Southwestern Montana. How does this terrain compare to what you're used to riding? Well, for one, it's not 100 degrees and full of humidity in Montana. <laughs> so we can actually breathe and stuff. Granted, it's higher elevation. Right. I mean, I ride a lot of different areas, which helps. Um, but, I mean, it's a lot drier in Montana. I don't, we don't roots, see quite... Roots, rocks, mud. Oh, yeah. We, we got roots, roots. We got rocks. We got eh, some wet, but more just big, big mountains. And okay. um, some really good riding, like around Pipestone and... Um, just in the national forest, there's lots of lots of good riding in Montana and Idaho. Sick. So thank you for the ribeye that you uh, <laughs> donated to the cause after the race. What did you season that ribeye with? Uh, Montreal steak, of course. It's the go-to. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we're stoked. Um, TKO in two weeks. What are your plans? I know you're going back home. Um, when are you coming back? What, what are you doing? Well, I need to chat that over with the American Hard Enduro team, but uh, I'm going to fly home tomorrow. Kevin and I are flying home, and uh, and I'll probably end up flying out like middle of the week before TKO, depending on how this third place finish does for me as far as getting me in the final rounds for Sunday at TKO. So I, I got to do some figuring. I think you get the automatic bypass if you weren't already pre-qualified. I, I, I know you do. You're, yeah. you're in. Sweet. You're in into Sunday, so... That's awesome. Boom, you can just drink beer all day Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do want to come and ride a little bit more beforehand because, right. I mean, this race I just kind of showed up and did the qualifier and about nuked myself because it was so hot and I was wearing more protective gear than I probably should have. But um, yeah. today it seemed like I had a little more ventilation, had things a little more figured out. But it, it takes the body a little time to get used to this humidity and temp. I'm still not used to it, and I've lived here for 41 years. I mean, we're dripping sweat right now. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here shirtless in the middle of the field in Taylorsville. I mean. In the pits. You, and it's just, you can't complain, though. It was. Yeah. It, I mean, for all you guys that, that didn't do this race, if you're interested in hard enduro at all, in my opinion, this might be the one for the U.S. So, yeah, um, I would say Battle of the Goats is right up there with silver. Um Okay. I, of course, silver, we have bigger mountains, and right. there's different terrain, and it's cooler. So <laughs> it only took us about two hours at silver, too. So this race was definitely harder in that regard. So it's slip, more slippery here. There are some gnarly climbs. There's some gnarly creek beds, waterfalls, stuff like that. The train's fun. Um, but you have, obviously, hot weather and humidity, too. So, I mean, overall, I right now, with silver being one lap, I would say this is the hardest Hardender on the states but i haven't raced tko yet either right well obviously you've done romaniacs you've done erzberg right yeah i've actually raced both of those twice both of those twice how would you rate this compared to those monsters this is probably like a silver day at romaniacs really yep wow yep. okay that's scary <laughs> that is scary <laughs> believe me after i did gold last year uh it's just it's gnarly like how many, how many miles is a typical gold day uh anywhere from 40 to 80, 40 to 90, 40 to 100 probably. Some of that is trails and road. Yeah, some of it's trails of it's and road, road, but I mean, when there's a G sign, gold pointing right or left, Get you ready. know you're in for it. Okay. Like, it's scary. Okay. Full on. All right. Well, thank you, Keith. Um, hopefully, we can get you on the podcast and do a full hour here pretty soon. And, um, you know, good luck at TKO. Awesome job. Third place. You got a big check. That, yeah. You can't beat that, man. My first, like, large check that I've ever gotten. No like, way. Yeah, yeah. I've never had, like, a... What do they call those big checks? I don't know. Big checks. A big check. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was a lot bigger in money amount, but <laughs> hey. I mean, it was good. Like, I'm stoked to walk away with money. And, uh, yeah. Awesome race. Awesome all day. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it was, it was cool to get to spend some time with him and, and see him around the pits and, uh, and you know, really get a chance to see this guy come in and, and put it, put his name in the American uh, American scene as far as the East, I guess the East Coast uh, scene right now. And um, well, I'd like to see him out there more. really sick is he was hoping to advance to Sunday off of this weekend, and that's what he did. He, he got third overall. Boom, straight to Sunday, TKO. I mean... How could it have worked out better for him this weekend? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he was on the box. He got a giant or a big check. Big check. Yeah. He's got to find a big bank. He made me a steak. 
Well, yeah. he didn't make it specifically for me. I think it was left over, and I just happened to be the next person to cover up. <laughs> Which, regardless, it was amazing. Yeah, I'm a salt and pepper guy. You know, I, I tried to eat the steak like Nick Farringer would have eaten it. So, uh, I, I hopefully I did him justice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to put that on the uh, the Instagram there, <laughs> so everybody can see. I do we we'll post Nick's steak eating, yes. and then we'll post yours back to back, and then. At the next race, uh, we may have to do a poll. Who's the bigger caveman? I know who's going to win. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can actually out caveman an actual <laughs> caveman. But yeah, uh, I, I I would like to see that become a thing. That after each race, everyone's just walking raw around meat. eating raw <laughs> raw steaks <laughs> in the pits. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that would be sick. It cures life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that's a good idea. Oh, so, all right. So, we got another one for y'all. Um, we, I kind of jumped in on Blake's interview with Cody, and I stuck the phone in his face. So, you, you'll, you'll hear Blake's video interview. And then, Cody and I were standing there talking in the bright sun. I mean, dude, we were both sweating our butts off. And he was telling me some awesome stuff. So, I just hit record and, and got kind of the end of our conversation. Some of it before that probably might not have been arable um but the end of it is 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 good stuff cody's i mean he's I've, I've never really seen him get beat like that so for him to handle it the way he handles it it's pretty impressive yeah i, I i'm not surprised again like watching that gopro footage of him and tristan like literally joking around uh, while they were racing Didn't the last Tristan yeah stop like yeah 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 I, at him? I, that was in the um the edit from Ohio Cody chased him or they were I guess they were together Cody starts yelling at Tristan behind him and is like yeah baby and then Tristan like stops and thinks something's wrong he's like what and like like just coldly caught him off guard and and then I guess you know that would that would have been a great time for Cody to have passed him. Yeah. But he didn't. He was just like, yeah, let's go. And then they just yeah. both it's took like, right no, off dude, together. Dude, yeah, going. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that was what was so cool about hearing them. You know, doing that in the race. They're they're hanging out after the race, chumming it up, and uh, you know, it just it just is a great thing for the sport to see the the top guys encouraging these young guys to to dig in and and really make something of it Tristan can't even buy beer yet so that means he's 20 right i'm guessing i'm not really sure but i was making that joke because he won a cornhole set uh was the the trophy that tyler had made core motographics uh that thing looks sick yeah they they came out uh with a limited edition You, you had to win to get the one of one battle of the goats cornhole I told Tristan to bring it to TKO so we can all play. Uh, so yeah, if if anybody's there early um, to to TKO, you know, ask challenge Tr- Tristan to a game of cornhole. I will destroy him in cornhole. There's no way he has the cornhole experience. There's no way. Well, it'd be nice to beat him at something, right? Right. It's not dirt biking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, had a. Did we stop and, and play the Cody thing? Let's, no, let's, let's, let's do, right do All right, we'll stop right here and we'll play Cody's interview. All right, Cody, second on the day, man. Uh, how was Battle of the Goats for you? Battle of the Goats was pretty sweet. Uh, first lap went pretty well. It was kind of Tristan and I going back and forth. And then... Uh, it was kind of frustrating. I felt like I'd get him in the creeks or gain time on him, and then we go on a hill climb, and I'd get stuck, and he would just like ride right around me. And I'm like, "Come on, I can't, can't shake this guy." And then uh, the second lap, I went out first. I made like a really dumb, weird mistake, and then Chicken Fight Hill. I only made it one time all weekend. I hate that hill. It's not even hard. I just couldn't make it up the thing. So I lost a little bit of ground there with some lappers, but I mean, he went through him too. Um, but I was still within striking distance, and then we went out on that second lap, and I was like, okay, I, I can reel him back in. Like I did the first lap. I had a little bit uh, hit a gap on me. I reeled him in, so I just tried to push hard, and there was three hills that just pretty much ruined any chance of uh, being able to catch him. Uh, I got hung up really bad. One behind a lapper. Another one was my own fault. The next two were pretty much both my own fault. So, uh, you know, he rode really well today, and, you know, besides those three – 
hang-ups on those hills on the second lap, I felt like I rode great and, you know, pushed really hard to the finish. So, you know, it was a good race, and, uh, you know, they did a really good job here with this course. But, man, I, I don't want to do any roots, rocky, slick hill climbs for a little while now. Yeah, well, it was good to see you guys battle. I know you're stoked to have him up there with you and, and you know, giving you a run. So it's good to see him up there and, and see you guys keeping each other honest. And it makes for great spectating for everybody else. Yeah, I know. It definitely is good. And obviously that first lap, we're kind of going back and forth up Wenzel's water slide with everyone there. And, um, you know, the second lap, I just wasn't able to reel him back in. So, you know, hopefully a little rebound here and uh, get ready for TKO in two weeks. All right, well, we'll see you over there, bud. Yeah, sounds good. Later. <laughs> I felt like I just charged the whole rest of the way, rest of the race after that nasty hill climb, you know? So after chicken fight hole in the first lap? Well, not chicken fight. Um, on the second lap, there was a really kind of like green hill almost at Erzberg. Like you go up a creek and it goes into a chute and you have to get out of the chute and he'll climb up the side of this nasty root and rocky bit. Yep. I really... Really pretty much lost it there. Um, you know, that might have been Valley Hill. Might have been Valley Hill. I don't think, I don't remember if there was a sign there, but that one really freaking took it out of me. And uh, some of the, some it was a long downhill to Wenzel's waterfall, waterfall yeah. from there. And then, the water slide. you know, on that way down, obviously I recovered and uh, I pretty much charged the whole rest of the race. But I know Tristan was doing the same thing, so it wasn't too difficult from that point on. Well, some of the hills... And I pretty much greased. Like, I nailed everything the whole rest of that. It was wow. bizarre because some of the hills that are normally almost unclimbable were, like, not even notable today and vice versa. It's like some of the shit that is normally... Well, where did I go with that? Well, I haven't been here Anyways. before, so I don't right. know what... Yeah, like, yeah. last year there was bison was just, stuff that was, was rideable weird. and this year was impossible was really or something. But I felt like chicken fight right off the bat into another technical bit it was really nasty on the second lap um i got some help there with another rider and i think tristan did also it was just really jam-packed in i was kind of right there with him then and then a couple other slabs but you know after we came to the enduro cross and went out on another loop um where it really got extreme there was you know three hills out there that really just screwed my whole race and <laughs> i mean i was there for minutes did you so. go right up the waterfall yeah, waterfall is the first lap. I went right, like up the ledge. Yeah, that's where uh, Quinn said he went, and it was sketchy. Like <laughs> I barely made it. Um, and then there was the American Hardro Creek. That waterfall. was sick. That was like my favorite part of the course, probably. Sweet. Yeah, there was a couple, like almost like a splatter ledge right off the bat, and right. then a couple big ledges. Second lap, there was two lappers, and I went like straight up this nice. waterfall. They helped me a little bit, but the first lap I made it, so I figured I would have made it again, but obviously. And got then they've got all that bench cut up above yeah, it. Yeah, the bench just... is pretty sketch. And the first bench is good, and then you kind of yeah, traverse right, and you got to like, you're like cross cambering, and you got to get over a tree root and then over a rock to get up high to the top. And there was like people off to the side my second lap because like it was, that was not an easy line. So that was that was my favorite creek in the whole course today. I think it was. It was tricky, loose, but I felt like I was able to pretty much ride the whole thing. So um, so what you're saying is American Hard Enduro Waterfall might be the best single Hard Enduro feature in the U.S.? It's my favorite one at this race, at least. <laughs> we'll this take race, it. We'll it's take my it. favorite one. Uh, but, yeah, it was good. Just, uh, you know, those three hills really took the, took the sails out of me. All right. Well, you headed home to California? Yeah, headed home and probably not going to touch my bike for a couple days and then uh, you don't have get to back wash ready it, for TKO. Luckily, I don't. It wasn't too bad, though. It didn't rain on us. I broke a subframe today. Husky problems. Husky problems, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, man. Yep. Man, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so I get—I mean, time bow around the weekend. I mean, that—that yeah, that was super hard. Of course, it's raining now as we're driving back, so hopefully, you don't just hear raindrops in the windshield. But great weekend. Um, excited. You know, I, I'm happy with my results. Um, I know, like, I'm happy for Tristan. I'm happy for all those guys. I'm really happy for 
Keith Curtis. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're happy happy for Cody, but I'm sure he's a little, you know, like second place for him is kind of unusual. Yeah. But uh, you know, good on all those guys. I mean, I know. I think Benji Herrera was fourth. Um, he's figuring it out. I think Max might have been. Max Gersten was fifth. Yeah. Um, I hate to just go off of memory, but we didn't have I, anything printed out. Yeah, I know uh, Noah's right up there too. Um, he was sixth. Yeah, and uh, Nick was up there in the mix. Yeah, and um, might have been eighth. Yeah, and Ryder Lebon. Ryder, and then I know Chuck was tenth. Yeah, he was ninth. So I'm sure somebody will be posting the official results. Tyler did an amazing job as always. That property is unbelievable. His uh, ability to lay out a true hard enduro at that place was, uh, you know, he just, he knows what he's doing. And, and I think, you know, a 54 minute lap time kind of shocked him. And so he was saying, you know, maybe next year it's going to be a little oh harder already. So Please. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, maybe just a, just a top five pro guy section, you know? No <laughs> so yeah, maybe something that that uh, that they hadn't dealt with before, but I, I know for sure seeing those guys uh, push and seeing them enjoy it and really getting a chance to do what they love doing uh, was awesome. And yeah, this this rain is coming down now, so we're probably gonna cut it off and uh, well, we'll let's let's quickly talk about what's next. Yeah, obviously oh, yeah. we have a weekend off. What what are you gonna do with your weekend off, Blake? Oh, all the things, man. Hopefully this week get the van to the shop. Um, I got to start rebuilding the deck. Uh, I got a lot of things to do to, uh, you know, kind of maintain my life and relationship status. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I need to be around the house. I know I got to work this Saturday. So uh, maybe get on the lake, drink a couple beers, and uh, get back to normal life for a couple weeks before... You know, fortunately for us, we don't have a big drive to get to TKO, so yes. I don't I don't really have a, a lot to do. Uh, we'll be down at TKO. We'll be, you know, selling some shirts. We'll be doing an actual American Hard Enduro video edit for the TKO. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be there. And then we've got nice long break before we have to head over to the Red, Li- Red Limiter. So Ooh, I'm yeah. excited for that. I think it's like seven seven weeks or so out so that'll give me plenty of time to get the van back together and my life back in order getting and the van back together yeah getting the van the old van back together uh and uh get my life back in order so that um yeah we can be out in texas and and finish this this season out which you know thank thankfully we have had a full season and we get to do these races and we get to hang out with our buddies and ride their bikes and and uh, not a lot of people are getting to do that. So I'm very thankful, even though all of these races were just this month, um, it, it's still it's still good stuff. So pump. I'm, I'm excited just to talk about TKO now because prior to this weekend, it was like, okay, who's getting second? I mean, let's face it. Cody has, you know, dominated at the Trials Training Center and he has dominated up until this weekend, the EEC. So if... You know, it will be interesting to see if Man- Manuel Lettenbeckler makes it back over here. Um, I haven't heard one yeah. way or the other. Um, if some of the other Europeans could get in the country, I mean, Benji Herrera is here. Um, why, you know, Tristan Hart's here. Can any of these other guys get over here? Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything confirmed, but, you know, um, rumors were, were flying around that some of them were going to make it, but I just, at this point, I don't know. But, Dude, it's a stacked enough field already. Like, I don't know how, you know, how anybody else is going to make it through Sunday with as many good dudes that are are showing up to these races now. It's going to be fun. So, we'll wrap it there. We are, what are we, an hour and a half from home. Yeah. Uh, You know, can't wait to take a shower, get in bed. It's going to be great. Yep. Super easy drive. Hopefully, we don't hit any deer on the way home. And we'll, uh... Yeah, we're, we are watching out for deer. I'm going to shoot any deer we see before we get to them. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys out at TKO. And uh, hopefully you guys are checking out the edits. And uh, like like everything that uh, is going on, you know, just. Uh, yeah, and, and we, we say this, and, and, you know, I know you guys know this, but please give us a like, a follow, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. 
leave a leave a, a review for the podcast because the more positive reviews we get, hopefully the more people will be able to hear this. We're we're doing our best. Hopefully the audio will keep improving. We're trying to get some better equipment, and um, that's about it. We'll see you guys on the trail. Shoot. I have no idea how long.